0: Dear Father God, we ask for your presence, Lord. We seek you, Lord, with all our heart and all our mind, Lord God. We seek your presence, Lord. We seek you, Lord, that you may show us your word, show us your power and your strength in your written word. Show us who you are, Lord God. Lord, come closer to us, Lord. we beg you. Be in our side, Lord God. You created us to be like you, Lord. As Jesus is, so we is. Amen. We are. Jesus is holy. Jesus is right. Jesus is true. And so are we, Lord. We thank you for those things, Lord. We thank you for the wisdom we have today. And we thank you in the strength that you've given us that we go in. In Jesus' name.
1: Amen. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Exodus fifteen, nineteen to Seven. When Pharaoh's horses, chariots, and charioteers rushed into the sea, the Lord brought the water crashing down on them. But the people of Israel had walked through the middle of the sea on dry ground. Then Miriam the prophet, Aaron's sister, took a tambourine and led all the women as they played their tambourines and danced. And Miriam sang this song. Sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed graciously. Gloriously. Gloriously. He has hurled hurled both horse and rider into the sea. Then Moses led the people of Israel away from the Red Sea, and they moved out into the desert of Shur. They traveled in this desert for three days without finding any water. When they came to the oasis of Marah, the water was too bitter to drink. So they called the place Marah, which means bitter. Then the people complained and turned against Moses. What are we going to drink? they demanded. So Moses cried out to the Lord for help, and the Lord showed him a piece of wood. Moses threw it into the water, and this made the water good to drink. It was there at Marah that the Lord set before them the following decree as a standard to test their faithfulness to him. He said, If you will listen carefully to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, obeying his commands and keeping all his decrees, then I will not make you suffer any of the diseases I sent to the Egyptians. For I am the Lord God who heals you. I am. I am the Lord who heals you. After leaving Marah, the Israelites traveled on to the oasis of Elim, where they found twelve springs and seventy palm trees. They camped there beside the water. Then the whole community of Israel sent out from Elim and journeyed into the wilderness of Sin. Between Elim and Mount Sinai, they arrived there on the fifteenth day of the second month, one month after leaving the land of Egypt. There, too, the whole community of Israel complained about Moses and Aaron. Wow. Uh, If only the Lord had killed us back in Egypt, they moaned. There, There we sat around pots filled with meat and ate all the bread we wanted. But Now you have brought us into this wilderness to starve us all to death. Then the Lord said to Moses, look, I'm going to rain down food from heaven for you. Each day the people can go out and pick up as much food as they need for that day. I will test them in this to see whether or not they will follow my instructions. On the sixth day, they will gather food, and when they prepare it, there will be twice as much as usual. So Moses and Aaron said to all the people of Israel, By evening you will realize it was the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt. In the morning you will see the glory of the Lord, because he has heard your complaints, which are against him, not against us. What have we done that you should complain about us? Then Moses added, The Lord will give you meat to eat in the evening and bread to satisfy you in the morning. For he has heard all your complaints against him. What have we done? Yes, your complaints are against the Lord, not against us. Then Moses said to Aaron, Announce this to the entire community of Israel. Present yourselves before the Lord, for he has heard your complaining. And as Eric spoke to the whole community of Israel, they looked out toward the wilderness. There they could see the awesome glory of the Lord in the cloud. Then the Lord said to Moses, I have heard the Israelites' complaints. Now tell them, in the evening you will have meat to eat, and in the morning you will have all the bread you want. Then you will know that I am the Lord, your God. That evening, vast numbers of quail flew in and covered the camp. And the next morning, the area around the camp was wet with dew. When the dew evaporated, a flaky substance as fine as frost blanketed the ground. The Israelites were puzzled when they saw, what is it? <laughs> what, Rosa, no wonder she got that from the Bible. they asked each other they had no idea what it was and Moses told them it's the food for the Lord has given you to eat these are the Lord's instructions each household should gather as much as it needs pick up two quarts for each person in your tent so the people of Israel did it as they were told some gathered a lot some only a little but when they measured it out everyone had just enough those who gathered a lot had nothing left over, and those who gathered only little had enough. Each family had just what it needed. Then Moses then Moses told them, do not keep any of it until morning. But some of them didn't listen and kept some of it until morning. But by then it was full of maggots and it had a terrible smell. Mal- Moses was very angry with them. After this, the people gathered with the food morning by morning, each family according to its need, and as the sun became hot, the flakes they had not picked up melted and disappeared. On the sixth day, they gathered twice as much as usual, four quarts for each person instead of two. Then all the leaders of the community came and asked Moses for an explanation. He told them, this is what the Lord commanded, tomorrow will be a day of complete rest a holy Sabbath day set apart for the Lord. So bake or boil as much as you want today and set aside what is left for tomorrow. So they put some aside until morning, just as Moses had commanded. And in the morning, the leftover food was wholesome and good without maggots or odor. Moses said, eat this food today, for today is a Sabbath day dedicated to the Lord. There will be no food on the ground today. You may gather the food for six days, but the seventh day is the Sabbath. There will be no food on the ground that day. Some of the people went out anyway on the seventh day, but they found no food. The Lord asked Moses, How long will these people refuse to obey my commands and instructions? They must realize that the Sabbath is the Lord's gift to you. That is why he gives you a two-day supply on the sixth day. So there will be enough for two days. On the Sabbath day, you must each stay in your place. Do not go out to pick up food on the seventh day. So the people did not gather any food on the seventh day. The Israelites called the food manna. It was white like coriander seed, and it tasted like honey wafers. Then Moses said, This is what the Lord has commanded. Fill a two-quart container with manna to preserve it for your descendants. Then later generations will be able to see the food I gave you in the wilderness when I set you up free from Egypt. Moses said to Aaron, Get a jar and fill it with two quarts of manna. Then put it in a sacred place before the Lord to preserve it for all future generations. Aaron did just as the Lord had commanded Moses. He eventually placed it in the Ark of the Covenant. In front of the stone tablets inscribed with the terms of the covenant. So the people of Israel ate manna for 40 years until they arrived at the land where they would settle. They ate manna until they came to the border of the land of Canaan. The container used to measure the manna was an omer, which was one-tenth of an ephah. It held about two quarts. At the Lord's command, the whole community of Israel left the wilderness of sin and moved from place to place. Eventually they, cr- they camped at Rephidim, but there was no water there for the people to drink so once more the people complained against Moses give us water to drink they they demanded quiet Moses replied why are you complaining against me and and why are you testing the lord but tormented by thirst they continued to argue with Moses why did you bring us out of egypt are you trying to kill us to kill us our children and our livestock with thirst. Then Moses cried out to the Lord, What should I do with these people? They are ready to stone me. The Lord said to Moses, Walk out in front of the people. Take your staff, the one you used when you struck the water of the Nile. And call some of the elders of Israel to join you. I will stand before you on the rock at Mount Sinai. Strike the rock and water will come out gushing out. Then the people will be able to drink. So Moses struck the rock and he was told and water as he was told and water gushed out as the elders looked on. Moses named the place Massah, which means test. And Meribah, which means arguing, because the people of Israel argued with Moses and tested the Lord by saying, "Is this, is the Lord here with us or not?" Amen.
0: Amen. <clears throat> Matthew twenty-two, one to thirty-three. Jesus. By the way, this is February 2nd. Jesus also told them other parables. He said, The kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a king who prepared a great wedding feast for his son. When the banquet was ready, he sent his servants to notify those who were invited, but they all refused to come. So he sent other servants to tell them, The feast have been prepared. The bulls and fattened cattle have been killed, and everything is ready. Come to the banquet. But the guests he had invited ignored them and went their own way. One to his farm, another to his business. Another seized his messengers and insulted them and killed them. The king was furious, and he sent out his army to destroy the murders and burn their town. And he said to his servants, The wedding feast is ready, and the guests... in." I invited aren't worthy of honor. Now go out through the streets, corners and invite everyone you see. So the servants brought in everyone they could find, good and bad alike, and the banquet hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to meet the guests he noticed a man who wasn't wearing the proper clothes for a wedding. Friend, he asked, how is it that you are here without wedding clothes? But the man had no reply. Then the king said to his aides, Bind his hands and feet and throw him in the outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. Then the Pharisees met together to plot how to trap Jesus into saying something for which he could be arrested. They sent some of their disciples along with the supporters of Herod to meet with him. Teacher, they said, we know how honest you are. You teach the way of God truthfully. You are impartial and don't play favorites. Now tell us what you think about this. Is it right to pay taxes to Caesar or not? And Jesus knew their evil motives. You hypocrites, he said. Why are you trying to trap me? Here, show me the coin used for the tax. When they handed him a Roman coin, he asked, Whose picture and title are stamped on it? Caesar, they replied. Well then, he said, give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and give to God what belongs to God. This reply amazed them, and they went away. The same day, Jesus was approached by some Sadducees, religious leaders who say there is no resurrection from the dead. They posed this question, Teacher, Moses said if a man dies without children, his brother should marry the widow and have a child who will carry on the brother's name. Well, suppose there were seven brothers, the oldest one married and then died without children, so his brother married the widow, but the second brother also died, and the third brother married her. This continued with all seven of them. Last of all, the woman also died. So tell us, whose wife will she be in the resurrection? For all seven were married to her. Jesus replied, "You're mistaking is that you don't know the scriptures, and you don't know the power of God. For when the dead rise, they will never marry nor be given in marriage. In this respect, they will be like angels in heaven. But now, as to whether there will be a resurrection of the dead, haven't you ever read about this in the scripture? Long after Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob had died, God said, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Jacob, and the God of of Isaac. So He is the God of the living, not the dead. When the crowds heard Him, they were astounded at His teaching. Pray in the Psalms. Let pleasures in the Lord and in His deliverance crowd out the worries you're facing. Let His greatness give you peace as you pray, Psalm 27, 1-6. The Lord is my light and my salvation, so why should I be afraid? The Lord is my fortress, protecting me from danger, so why should I tremble? When evil people come to devour me, when my enemies and my foes attack me, they will stumble and fall. Though a mighty army surround me, my heart will not be afraid. Even if I am attacked, I will remain confident. One thing I ask of the Lord, the thing I seek most. is to to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, delighting in the Lord's perfections and meditating on His temple. For He will conceal me there when trouble comes, He will hide me in His sanctuary, and He will place me out of reach on a high rock. Then I will hold my head high above my enemies who surround me, and His sanctuary, I will offer sacrifices with shouts of joy, singing and praising the Lord with music. Amen. Proverbs 6, 20-26 My son, obey your father's commands and don't neglect your mother's instructions. Keep their words and always in your heart. Tie them around your neck. When you walk, their counsel will lead you. When you sleep, they will protect you. When you wake up, they will advise you. For their command is a lamp, and their instruction a light. Their corrective discipline is the way of life. It will keep you from the immoral woman, from the smooth tongue of a promiscuous woman. Don't lust for her beauty. Don't let her coy glance seduce you. For a prostitute will bring you to poverty, but sleeping with another man's wife will cost you your life. Amen. Okay, Amen. now the commentary, let's, uh, let's talk about it. Would you like to read the uh, today's study, if you like? Um,
1: Matthew? Mm-hmm. Matthew uh,
0: 22,
1: 11, 12. It, a, wa- mm-hmm. it was a custom for wedding guests to be given wedding clothes to wear to the banquet. Refusing to wear these clothes was unthinkable. That would insult the host, who could only assume that the guest was arrogant and thought he didn't need these clothes, or that he didn't want to take part in the wedding celebration. The wedding clothes picture, the righteousness needed to enter the kingdom of God's kingdom, the total acceptance that Christ gives every believer before God, Isaiah 61.10. Christ provided these clothes of righteousness for all people, but each person must choose to wear them in order to enter the king's banquet. Revelation 9, 7-8 The invitation is open to all, but we must be ready. Matthew 25, 1-13 Many people criticize Christians for being exclusive. Christians often do act that way, but God has intended invited everyone to come to the party we should reflect god's open invitation it's the king who determines whether the guests are wearing the right clothes
0: that beautiful yeah i thought wow that's very well said
1: yeah it's a a great explanation
0: you know uh let's move on over here where it says uh the, the Pharisees, of course, they knew the scriptures more than the Sadducees. The Sadducees, they give you a story, and it says, and then Jesus replies 29, which is 22, 29, one of my favorite right. scriptures. Mm. You're mistaken is that you don't know the scriptures, period. And you don't know the power oh, God. of God. I uh-huh. Like he says, the power of God. Well, when the dead rise, they will neither marry nor be given in marriage. Mm-hmm. But now as to whether they will be a resurrection. I like this now. I used to read this before and I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. Now it came home. Haven't you ever read about this of the scripture? Long after mm-hmm. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob had died. Mm-hmm. Long after God said, and, and when did he say that? It says right here in Exodus 3.6. They they already have been long dead, right? They've been dead about four or five hundred years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacob had, I am the I am the God of Abraham, so he was telling Moses that, and the God of Isaac. And he was the,
1: telling Moses, or he was telling the Sadducees.
0: No, he's telling a story how God mm-hmm. told Moses because it's it's in Exodus three six where okay. you find. Okay where that, you don't know the scriptures, where God's, when God first said it, when he would introduce himself to a lot of the prophets, he would introduce himself like this, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And this is the first instance that he introduces to Moses. Mm. And Moses was, uh, there's already about 500 years later, Mm -hmm. 460 years later. I don't know how long... uh, uh, Jacob lived, so it's about 400 years later. 137 years, maybe. Yeah, but he how old was he when he got there? He lived 17 years when he got there, so you got 430 years minus 17 years. Then <laughs> Moses was anyway. What I'm trying to say is that Moses was 8 years old when the children came out. Yes. Isn't that beautiful? He can he can go back and, he, but what I'm saying is. the guys were dead Uh and God says I am the God of Abraham Uh the God of Jacob in other words the resurrection power of God these guys are alive so he is the God of the living not the dead really interesting Uh huh huh?
1: very interesting
0: so where are they are they in heaven right away because their body is here when the crowds heard them they were astounded at his teaching but where are they
1: do remember they're in that little that place, that go place, but until they're waiting for Jesus to be...
0: That's where the only place they could be, huh? Yeah. We're, we're the same place yeah, where Samuel probably, was, huh?
1: Yeah, we're going to probably find that out later in Matthew.
0: You know, it's good to, to find a commentary in, in these ones. Uh, mm-hmm. That's why it's good to start early in the day, and we have enough time to get these things three hours. That's
1: very That's very interesting. I'm the God of the living, not the dead.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So they're they're probably born again, ready for Jesus's crucifixion. Yeah,
0: and and yeah. They're, they're white garments. White yeah. garments already. You know, they, they already had gotten their white garments because they they believed. I like this is one of my favorite scriptures, Psalm twenty seven one. And yeah, me too. I think uh, the Lord. Why should I be afraid? Though 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 interest or mortgage companies come to to me, why should I tremble or devour me? Right. Though a mighty army surrounds me, my
1: heart will not be afraid.
0: I, I will remain confident. One thing I ask the Lord—that I think that I seek more to—is to live in the house of the Lord mm-hmm. all the days of my life, delighting in the Lord's, the Lord's perfection. perfection. What's up with that? Delighting in the Lord's, Lord's perfection and meditating in His temple, for He will conceal me there. There, when trouble comes, He will hide me in the sanctuary And he will place me out of reach on a high rock. Then I will hold my head high above my enemies who surround me. At his sanctuary, I will offer sacrifices with shouts of joy, singing and praising the Lord with music. Amen. Bless the Lord. Mm -hmm. All right, let's go ahead and move over to uh, the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: It's interesting in that one where they were. The people were being invited to this wedding feast. Mm. And they had excuses like, um, you know, come to the banquet, but the guests he had invited ignored them and went their own way one to the farm, another to his mm. business. Mm. And that's in 22, I can't see the 22 5. Yeah. Others seized his messengers and insulted them and killed them. I hadn't read that before where others had seized the messengers and killed them.
0: Well, Jeremiah, mm-hmm. you know, when they had... Um, when Jesus cries to the mm-hmm. temple and tells them, you know, he goes, you you killed God's prophets here, you know.
1: I'm thinking of another account, maybe one of the other Gospels, where it speaks of this banquet, and then they have excuses. Oh, I... Just bought a property, so I can. Yeah,
0: that's not a that's the that's following the kingdom of God.
1: Yeah.
0: This is um. He's giving you an overall picture yeah. of the Pharisees. Overall mm-hmm. picture of the. Mm-hmm. And it's nice that he puts it right here because the guy with the white garments comes in afterwards. Mm-hmm. So he would, you know, he always says that ever since the kingdom of God has often suffered violence, and the violence taken by force. Um that guy got into the kingdom of God, got into the kingdom but he didn't have Jesus' righteousness see Um, right here, because he's inviting a lot of people Mm -hmm. like Balaam, Balaam was able to go and walk around in heaven and talk to God after he did the seven sacrifices and things like that but I don't think he had the righteousness of Jesus Christ but they they, uh, they're saying that people were able to, you know into the sheepfold you know they would climb into the sheepfold in different ways mm-hmm. but he was the door he was mm-hmm, the yeah. door led people righteous so if he's the door he's you're putting his his garments on so you're invited and mm-hmm. you're sitting down but then you have other people that are in there without the mm-hmm. anointing the, the covering of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. is is the same guys over here their banquet it's the same banquet he's talking about. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, um, when you go back and read that scripture, I i mean, in um, 12, 14, it says, For many are called, but few are chosen. Okay. I'm just... I'm not... Before, I used to think a lot of people have a calling on their life, and, and but it says, the few are chosen. So I'm a little, like not sure of that because we there's a lot of people that are born again, born again.
0: but in comparison to seven billion people how many oh. are born again mm-hmm. you can say how you know, many are called
1: yeah, yeah. all yeah, of them are true. called everyone's called
0: but a few of us are chosen I guess we, we 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 are the ones who decide to be chosen mm-hmm. you know we decide the ones to be chosen because the Holy Spirit I, I would think that one that that's the only it didn't strike me when I read that because we know we're we're way in, and you have to you have to call. Yes. Okay. Um, it's amazing how um, it seems like I didn't, I didn't see this before. Where, um The birds came. And it looks like they had meat continually in the nighttime, too. Yeah. I it, thought the
1: quail came later.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought so, too, because this is a little, a little different account.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. um, so he said, in the morning you're going to have bread, and the evening you're going mm-hmm. to have meat. Mm-hmm. And uh, that evening, oh. vast numbers of quail flew in and covered mm-hmm. the camp, and the next morning the area... Around the camp was yeah. wet with dew. Yeah.
1: So later we're going to read how they were complaining that they didn't want the quail no more. It's like they were sick and tired of it, remember? Later on they're going to complain I about rem- that. I don't
0: remember that one, but... Uh, later not they're going to complain about the They're going to complain the about manna. the, manna, yeah, but the not, manna, but not the quail. Yeah,
1: that's what I meant. I manna. think,
0: um, I know he's going to... Anyway, we won't get ahead of the idea, but,
1: <laughs> but it says
0: right here, you know, the complaint was is that they, they, they had uh, pots of meat Boiling over there in Egypt, right? Yeah. And then the Lord, but I like okay. The point over here we want to make is the Lord. Are complaining my my if my it's, it's amazing how we we uh, if my flat tire goes and I, and I don't have a spare and don't have money to spend the tar the tear. Now that's my manna. You know, or my my or my quail. Am I going to complain? Because my complaint will be towards God. not going Instead to be towards times. towards my wife. You know, major's account or something. It's not going to be to that. You know, everything, every complaint and every sin we do. It's against the Lord. It's not against another person or ourselves. It's against the Lord. Maybe ourselves. Yeah. But in the morning, you will see the glory of the Lord.
1: You saw the pillar. Isn't
0: that beautiful? Because he has heard your complaints which are against him, not against us. What have we done? You should complain about us. I mean, yeah, they're just like us. The Lord will give you meat to eat in the evening and bread to satisfy you in the morning. For he has heard all your complaints against him. What have we done? Yes, your complaints are against the Lord, not against us. Now this brings another point that you said earlier. Mm -hmm. When we were watching Joseph, that said, God wants to take care of us.
1: Yeah. He, he wants, wants to give to. us bread in the morning yeah. and meat in the evening. Yeah. He wants to take care of us.
0: Didn't he do that he all January? Concerned. He gave us free bread in the morning?
1: Yeah. You know, he wants to take care of was And it, well, wasn't,
0: wasn't Randy bringing in free meat oh. in the evening?
1: <laughs> the Lord has been so good to us. And you know what, though? We're so always appreciating what he's doing that he just does it again.
0: Yeah, you know, where I'm like, yeah.
1: Rejoicing because we're we like we're a people we like to receive the supply.
0: See, in the evening you will have meat to eat, and in the morning you will have, and it's interesting that he calls it the glory of the Lord. So, that's the Uh glory of the Lord. What he brought today, Mm -hmm. that's the glory of the Lord. When he bought the thing, that's the glory of the Lord. Says right here, and you will Mm -hmm. see the glory of the Lord. So, miracles are called glory, supplies are glorious. He wants we want to see the. We want to see more of your glory, Lord. Amen. 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 We want to see more of your yeah. glory, huh? And,
1: and I like what Joseph Prince was talking about. You know, he was, when he was like praying or something on the TBN show, he says, so you're going, God's going to be doing miracles. You're going to see it. I mean, it was like really prophetic what he was prophesying. I right know. Yeah, earlier. Oh. Wow. like part of his... Earlier? You know, on the TBN. Oh. He was talking about miracles. And it was a little snippet there. where He was just like telling people... But you know, you're, you're but, you know
0: to... understand that the glory of the Lord right here, it's really interesting that, that the glory of the Lord, I was just thinking, it says, to, to gather every day two quarts mm-hmm. of a powder, it's mm-hmm. a lot of work. Yeah. You know, uh, especially two quarts, two quarts is almost a half a gallon mm. of powder, and it laid down, so you had to separate it from the sand. It's on <laughs> the ground,
1: right?
0: Yeah, you, they probably... He blanketed
1: fi- the ground. Pro- substance. They substance
0: they probably found ways as to get the sand out really easy you know with materials and stuff where well, they're very useful but two quarts for each person was like this mm-hmm. and if you had 12 Israelites in your household you
1: need 24
0: <laughs> so you, <laughs> and if it was Friday you, you had to do
1: 48
0: 48 quarts mm-hmm. okay and so all the family had to be out there mm-hmm. everybody had instead of them working the, uh, you know, for corn and planting and so forth, mm-hmm. They, you know, everybody worked yeah. for their food. Uh, but the, but the, get this, it says, So the people of Israel did as they were told. Some gathered a lot, some only a little. But this is what I want to point out. They measured it out. Everyone had just enough. Those who gathered a lot had nothing <laughs> left over. And those who gathered only. So see, this is so important for us to understand that God... Will give us a provision just for today twenty four you know just for these 24 you know he said he see his promise is just for today I'll be with you go in the strength that I have given you and having faith but you know we want it forever permanently you know we want to win the lot or we want to you know have this thing but he says I you know I, my covenant is to take care of you today yeah right now. And he does that, you know. How much money does it take for you to run eighty-five dollars on a daily basis? You times eighty-five by thirty, you get about what my income is coming in right now. And I said, "Wow, what a coincidence!" You know, this. But he gives us on a daily basis mm-hmm. um, to sustain us. He's got it all timed, Yeah. all well. Yeah, everything, everything. You know, we don't understand how precision his economic towards us, his love. Precision, is forgiveness. A precision the sun rises and goes down. Mm-hmm. You know, there's laws, and, and we're gonna, we have to harmonize into those laws, and we're well taken care of. Our job mm-hmm. is to, is to get the tambourine and praise Him and glorify and meditate in His temple, and meditate on His, on His law, on His greatness. Mm-hmm. You know, laws that 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 two plus two makes. You know, laws that that. We can have faith in them.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, it's amazing how quickly... Because it, it, the chapter starts out, it says that, um, you know, they had just been brought out of the Red Sea um, on dry ground. And they saw the Pharaoh's chariots, they were um, rushed into the sea. So... And the water crashing down on them. So they just saw that they're they're celebrating. Miriam singing a nice song. But then they, you know, when he got, they got led, he led the people away from the Red Sea. They moved out to the desert of sure, and they traveled three days and they couldn't find water. Three and days. Is,
0: three days is a long right. time. Right. It's a long time In to that. water.
1: And then they and that's they started to. Miss or it. they had a bit of water that they could drink. So and then they, when they complain Moses, you know, was able to turn it into drinking water.
0: The Lord showed them. Yeah. So you know yeah. the Lord shows us um solutions yeah. yes. for problems.
1: Yeah. That's what I'm seeing. Solutions every time they complain.
0: The Lord and the Lord will show us like a solution, a, a mm-hmm. pill and how to fight cancer. Mm-hmm. How to how to you know, he'll show us what can um
1: Uh, But it says here, it says, it was there at Meribah that the Lord set before them the following decree as a standard to test their faithfulness to him. So it's kind of some testings that are going on here that the Lord is is doing. So there's the first situation, three days, the water came, and it's like, okay, you know, it's like I just brought you out of the Red Sea, I'm not going to bring you out of the Red Sea to kill you, you know what I mean? It's that would be like i think he was just trying to show them that he's their god because it says i'm the god who heals you i am the lord who heals you but it says you know uh he said if you will listen carefully to the voice of the lord your god and do what is right in his sight obeying his commands and keeping all his decrees then i will not make you suffer any of the diseases said on the Egyptians." So it, it just how quickly they forget their breakthroughs, or you know, every breakthrough they're getting, you know, they you got to go back to the victory he brought you out of that red sea. It was just so impossible to get out of Egypt the way they did with silver and gold, and you know. And here, I mean, is there anything to, you know? It's a good point. Is there anything too difficult for the Lord to perform? You know, it's just I don't know. I guess I guess it's I guess I need to be in their shoes. <laughs>
0: Amen. Yes, but you know what then it
1: said you know and then they started complaining after that you know the second complaint we said if um, let's see they arrived um, they complained about Moses and Aaron you know they said why didn't the Lord if only the Lord had killed us back in Egypt they moaned what a sad state to be in you know
0: and like it says right eat This food today, for today is the Sabbath day, dedicated to the Lord. There will be no food on the ground today. You may gather the food for six days, but the seventh day of the Sabbath, there will be no food on the ground that day. Mm -hmm. Some people went out there anyway on the seventh day and Mm -hmm. found no food. The Lord asked, well, how long will these people refuse? Mm -hmm. Actually, refuse to trust me. My Mm -hmm. command is to trust me. Right. They must realize the Sabbath is the Lord's gift to you. That's why He gives you a two-day supplement on the sixth day so that there will be enough for two days. On the Sabbath day, you must each stay in your place. Do not do not go out and pick up food on the seventh day. Like I tell you, don't go to the store. So the people did not gather any food on the seventh day. I like the way over here, Moses tell, Eat this food today Today is the Sabbath day dedicated to the Lord. Up here it says, this is what the Lord commands. Tomorrow will be a day of complete rest. Complete rest. Okay, what's complete rest? A holy Sabbath day apart for the Lord. Lord. So, you know, apart for the Lord where we can rejoice with Psalm 27 and praise Him and thank Him and worship Him. And just enjoy. We actually do this every day. Huh? We have seven, yeah. seven Sabbaths.
1: <laughs> I was going to say,
0: you know, we're having a fall here. We're always into we're the always Word. We're always having and a here at
1: 542 East Lemon.
0: So. You know, we've been taking rest on Saturdays and rest and naps and so forth, and our lives have been going a lot better yeah, because... We
1: do. We do a lot during the week. We, you know, you've got your meetings
0: and, and... we want to enjoy, enjoy, you know, just in case there are benefits and blessings by observing this day and resting. But it is physically uh, better when I rest on, on this day. I seem to have, uh, by Monday, I think it's Sunday, Tuesday, you know, it just seems like I gain one more day, and the day goes a lot sw- a lot more efficient. The week, we for the proper we rest we rest voluntarily. Try not to go to the store and do things that day. All right, what other time do you have? One minute.
1: how they collected the manna and they wanted people to save it for their, their future generations.
0: Sing to the Lord for he has triumphed gloriously he has hurtled both horse and cedar how about sing to the Lord for he has triumphed gloriously he has hurtled all your credit cards and your debt into the sea and the st- <laughs> look at. let me read today's Exodus the study. God was teaching Israel to obey and trust Him. Obedience to God would be Israel's deepest expression of trust in Him. Obedience to God would be anyone's deepest, uh, deepest trust in Him. Obedience to God would be Israel's deepest expression of trust in Him. And after God powerfully delivered the people through the Red Sea, trusting Him should have been pretty easy, though. Yet the people complained against God, revealing their distrust. Distrust Exodus fifteen twenty four. Then they did it again Exodus sixteen two and three, and again Exodus seventeen two. Still, God patiently provided for their needs Exodus. But God also used these experiences to instill the people with trust by teaching them to obey in each situation. God asked the people to obey him Exodus fifteen twenty six, sixteen four and five and seventeen six. Our logic says that trust comes first and obedience. But in these stories God reversed it obedience comes first and trust follows. Looks like obedience is our pay, and when we when he supplies, we trust him even more. Obedience becomes an opportunity to see that God is trustworthy. Interesting. Obedience becomes the opportunity to see that God is trustworthy. God promised that if the people obey him, they would not suffer from the diseases that plagued the Egyptians. Exodus 15:26. God promised to meet the Hebrews' need for food in the desert. But he wanted to see if they would obey his detailed instructions to see if they trusted him. Exodus sixteen, four five, six. We learn to trust God only by obeying. Kind of brings me understanding how God showed me the blood, the two two and a half gallons of blood of Jesus Christ, and the water and the scriptures. My obedience would be: This is my manna for the day. I must collect it. I must meditate on the on the. I must meditate on the blood. You know, to to think about Jesus till it comes alive. My meditation. I must speak to the water, wonderful water. I must put in the jar of water, and then I must speak the scriptures, the promises out loud. And then the provisions will come for that day. The, 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 the I will obey. He provides. My trust increases. He, he rewards obedience. See, this is what's going to make us top of the line on the food chain. And people are going to say, how would you get there? It's because we're always trying to, like scientists, we're trying to see how God works, how God operates. This is a big thing. For us, this, this is our obedience. Our obedience is look at the cross and see Jesus on the cross and be healed. That's our obedience, to look. Remember? Just uh-huh. like to look at Him. Our obedience is to speak to the circumstance. You know, speak to the mountain. That's obedience. Our obedience is to read the scripture and stuff of what we need. That's our obedience. And then once, bam! We make something happen in the heavens. And then we get God' glory shows up. His glory. Somebody comes with a stake or something, or, you know, brings something in here. We see His glory. You see, we, so we have to do something to obey. We get on our knees. Our obedience is reading the Word of God. We are obeying, staying in the Spirit, Keeping our eyes away from worldly lusts and movies and stuff. And and we live, laugh, and love. Amen. Can I get off my pedestal, babe? Yeah. (laughs) Obedience could be also the experience of the whole outlay. It's an experience. You have experience and you believe in the process. I believe in the process because I did it a few times and we got results. I'm believing in the process my experience not faltering Lord we praise you and we thank you Lord God for this time we have we thank you Father God and we will listen carefully to the voice of the Lord God I'm glad you pointed that to do what is right in his sight in obeying obeying his commands and keeping all his decrees then I would not make so what is the, the the obedience for the New Testament as born again person? You know, is to have his glory yeah. manifested mm-hmm. so See, so a, other people your
1: righteousness, knowing who you are in Christ, your righteousness, you know, and allowing God to um, to supply in those areas where you need. You have a need. He's your dad. He wants to supply your need. Because
0: there's an abundance of Amen. You know, well, Usually the Christian's problems. God doesn't answer my prayers. Or, yeah, you unbelief. Keep praying, keep praying the same thing over unbelief, and over again. I,
1: yeah. unbelief, unbelief because unbelief. they
0: don't have the obedience. Or
1: canceling your mm-hmm. prayer. The
0: things they say. Yeah. We'll get it. <laughs> yeah. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord God, that we want to obey with all our hearts and minds. We want to seek your wisdom. Lord, in Your Word, we want to seek Your 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 talents in Your Word, Your Your godly wisdom and Your skills in Your Word, Lord. We want to be the Lord God on top of the food chain, Lord God, so we may demonstrate Your glory, Lord, to the people around us, to the world, Lord, Your glory, Lord, that we may take it to the nations for Your glory and Your honor and Your kingdom. In the name of Your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.